بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الخدمة في الجهاد في سبيل الله خدمة المفترين الصائمين في سبيل الله أخرج مسلم عن أنس رضي الله تعالى عنه قال كنا مع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في السفر فمن الصائم ومن المفتر قال فنزلنا منزلا في يوم حار في يوم حار أكثرنا ظلا صاحب الكساء ومنا من يتقي الشمس بيده قال فسقط الصوامون وقام المفسرون فضربوا الأبنية وسقوا الركاب فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ذهب المفسرون اليوم بالأجر وأخرجه البخاري ونعنس رضي الله تعالى عنه قال كنا مع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أكثرنا ظلا من يستظل بكسائه وأما الذين صاموا فلم يعملوا شيئا وأما الذين أفطروا فبعث الركاب وامتهنوا وعالجوا فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ذهب المفترون اليوم بالأجر الصوم في سبيل الله صوم النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الصحابة في سبيل الله مع شدة الحر أخذ مسلم عن أم الدرداء رضي الله تعالى عنهما عنها قالت قال أبو الدرداء رضي الله تعالى لقد رأيتنا مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في بعض أسفاره في يوم شديد الحر حتى إن الرجل لا يضع يده على رأسه من شدة الحر وما فينا صائم إلا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وعبد الله بن رواحة رضي الله تعالى وفي رواية أخرى له عن أم الدرداء أنا بالدرداء رضي الله تعالى عنهما قال خرجنا مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في شهر رمضان في حر شديد فذكره وعن أبي سعيد الخدري رضي الله تعالى نقال كنا نغزو مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في رمضان فمن الصائم ومن المفتر فلا يجد الصائم على المفتر والمفتر على الصائم يرون أن من وجد قوة فصام فإن ذلك حسن ويرون أن من وجد ضعفا فأفطر فإن ذلك حسن وأخرج ابن عبد البر في الاستيعاب عن ابن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما قال أتيت على عبد الله بن مخرم رضي الله تعالى عنه سريعا يوم اليمامة فوقفت عليه فقال يا عبد الله بن عمر هل أفطر الصائم؟ قلت نعم قال فاجعل لي في هذا المجن في هذا المجن ماء لعلي أفطر عليه قال فأتيت الحوض وهو مملوء ماء فضربته بحجفة بحجفة معي ثم اقترفت فيه فأتيت به فوجدته قد قضى نحبه وأخرجه أيضا نبي شيبة والبخاري في التاريخ كما في الإصابة الخروج في سبيل الله في رمضان خروجه عليه الصلاة والسلام في رمضان لبدر وغزوة الفتح وأخرج الترميذ عن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه قال غزونا مع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في رمضان يوم بدر ويوم الفتح الحديث وأخرجه أيضا وأخرجه أيضا ابن سعد والإمام أحمد عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه قال غزونا مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم غزوتين في رمضان يوم بدر ويوم الفتح فأفطرنا فيهما وهو حسن وعند الإمام أحمد عن ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما قال كان أهل بدر ثلاثمائة وثلاثة عشر وكان المهاجرون يوم بدر ستة وسبعين وكان هزيمة أهل بدر لسبعة عشرة, عشرة مضينة من شهر رمضان يوم الجمعة وأخرج البزار إذا إلا أنه قال 
لعشر مضينا من شهر رمضان فصام وصام الناس ما حتى إذا كان بالكديد ماء بين عصفان وأمد أفطر ثم مضى حتى نزل مر الظهران في عشرة آلاف من المسلمين وروى البخاري نحوه My respected elders and brothers Mali Yusuf Abrahamutullahi Brothers chapter on khidmat in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and under that about the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum fasting whilst out in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he brought in the next chapter also about fasting in the month of Ramadan and striving in the part of Allah in the month of Ramadan. The first narration from Muslim, as Anas radiallahu ta'ala narrates, he says we were with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on a journey. Some of us were fasting and some of us were not fasting. When we reached a place, it was very, very hot, extremely hot, and most of us we were shielding ourselves from the sun with our cloths. Some of us who didn't have the cloth also would put their hands out like that to keep the, sun, the heat of the sun away from ourselves. He says those that were fasting that day, they all began to collapse, they all began to fall down, they could not manage. But those that were not fasting on that day, they pitched the tents, they gave water to the animals, Eventually, when Rasulullah saw that those that were not fasting making so much of khidmat of those that were fasting, Rasulullah mentioned that today those who were not fasting have gone far ahead with regards to reward. They've got more reward. Similar narration, he says that some of the Sahaba were shielding themselves from the sun with their cloths, and those that were fasting, they could not do much. And as for those that were not fasting, they sent the animals for for, for water, they exerted themselves, they tended, they nursed the sick, the weak. Nabi Sallallahu mentioned those that were not fasting, those that are not fasting today, they have gone far ahead in terms of reward. Another narration of Umm Darda narrates, she says that Abu Darda says that we came, I can picture myself with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on some of his journeys, some of his suffers. It was extremely hot, so much so that the person would take his hands and he would put it above his head just to shield himself from the heat of the sun. And on that day, he said, that particular day, there was no one fasting except for two people, two persons. One was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and one was Abdullah ibn Rawaha radiallahu ta'ala. And he says, in another narration, it comes a bit more clearly like this. He says, we came out with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it was a month of Ramadan and it was extremely hot. And then he mentioned the similar hadith. So the second part, this narration says it was the month of Ramadan. And Abu Sayyid Khudri, the narration comes, goes like this. He says that we went out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Ramadan. Some of us were fasting and some of us were not fasting. But those that were fasting, they did not get angry or they were not irritated by those that were fasting by those that were not fasting. And likewise, those that were not fasting, they were not irritated or angered by those that were fasting. Those who found that they managed, they had the strength, 
they could fast and they kept the rosa, they kept the fast that was best for them. And those that found that they were weak, they could not manage fasting, so they did not fast on that day and that was best for them. Another narration, Hazrat Ibn Umar says, that I came to Abdullah ibn Makhrama, he was lying on the ground. It was in the battle of Yamama. I came, I stood next to him. He said, Oh Abdullah ibn Umar, have the people that were fasting, have they broken their fast? In other words, iftar time is, is, is iftar time up? So I, he says, I said, yes. So he said, okay, get for me in this wooden shield of mine, get for me a little bit of water so that I may break my fast also. So here he was injured in this battle. He was lying on the ground and he was still in the condition of fasting. He had not yet broken his fast. He had not yet made iftar. So Abdullah ibn Umar says, I went to the, to the pond nearby, pond was full of water, I took this shield of his, I took and I filled it with water and I brought it to him. By the time I got to him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had taken his life away, he had passed away. So he passed away in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the month of Ramadan in the condition that he was fasting and he did not have anything. So he did not take any benefit, so that is regarded as the highest level of shahadat when a person passes away without taking any benefit of this dunya, either through medication or through water or food or whatever. He passed away like that. This chapter is about fasting in the path of Allah in Ramadan. Hadrat Umar narrates, he says that we strove in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we strove in the path of Allah in Ramadan on the occasion of Badr and on the occasion of Fatih Makkah the conquest of Makkah Mukarrama another narration from Imam Ahmad also mentions that Umar radiallahu anhu he says that we strove with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam two expeditions we went out in the month of Ramadan one was Yawm Badr on the day of Badr and one was on the occasion of the Fatih Makkah and he says in both these journeys we did not keep fast because of the extreme conditions. The Sahaba, Rasulullah and the Sahaba were excused from fasting. And of course they were Musafis as well. Imam Ahmad narrates from Ibn Abbas that the people of Badr were 313. The Muhajirin on that day were 76. And the, the people of Badr were defeated. The Quraysh were defeated on the 17th of Ramadan. It was a Jumu'ah. Another narration he mentions that it was 300 plus, 300 and some, whether it was 313, something like that he mentions. And he says the Ansar on that day were 236. And the flag of the Muhajirin was with Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. Another narration in Ibn Abbas radiallahu mentions that he says we strove with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam appointed at that time when he left Medina, he appointed Abaruhum Kuthum ibn Hussein ibn Udba. He appointed him to be in charge in Medina Munawara. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left on the 10th of Ramadan and he was fasting. The Sahaba were all fasting with him till they reached this particular place called Kadid. Kadid is an oasis. It is in the narration it comes here between Osfan and Amj, two places. That these are little villages between Makkah and Mukarramah, approximately 42 miles, that's about 67 kilometers from Makkah to Mukarramah. So he says that when they reached this particular oasis, this particular place, they found some water there, it was a little bit of lush and green. He said then the Sahaba could not take it, then they broke their fast. 
And then they continued till they came to Marra Zahran and there were 8,000 of the Muslims on that occasion. So when they came to that particular uh, place, then the Sahaba ta'ala, could not manage, so Rasulullah gave the ijazat and the Sahaba broke their fast and they continued the rest of their journey in the condition that despite it being the month of Ramadan, the Sahaba were not fasting and Rasulullah as well. So from these incidents we can see the importance that the Sahaba gave to striving in the path of Allah, that even if it was a month of Ramadan, it did not deter them, did not stop them, did not become an obstacle, a means for them to strive in the path of Allah when the need arose. Like that there are so many hadith also where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam encourages in one hadith it comes, the hadith comes in Bukhari and Muslim also, the narration is here. He says that Man Sama Yoman fi Sabilillah Ba'adullah Wajahu Aninari Sabina Khalifa. That that person who fasts one day in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will distance the person from the fire of Jahannam, the distance of seventy years. Now the narration mentions that a person who pass, fasts one day in the path of Allah, there's no mention of has to be a fard fast, it has to be in the month of Ramadan, just a normal fast in the path of Allah. Allah will distance him from the fire of Jahannam, the distance of 70 years. And another narration comes, this comes in Tirmidhi, that that person who fasts one day in the path of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will distance the person, between him and the fire will be the distance of one trench. And the distance of one trench is the distance of the heavens and the earth. The distance between the sky and the earth, that is the distance of one trench. Allah will distance him from the fire of Jahannam just for keeping one ordinary fast, not a false fast in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my respected brothers, Mawana Yusuf sallallahu brought these incidents for us, not just uh, just to entertain our ears or just to listen, but it's for, so that we can also take some lesson, we can also strive in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the month of Ramadan. MashaAllah, Ramadan is coming maybe three weeks time or just over three weeks in the month of Ramadan. So let us now go into our masjids and make the shkil. We find all over the world in the month of Ramadan, the maximum number of jamaats come out. And the shkil starts from 15 Shaban, 18 Shaban, whatever. So inshallah we can spend the entire month in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So today maybe the 5th or 6th of Shaban, uh, of Shawwal, uh, of Shaban. Yes, we've got about maybe 10, maybe in about two weeks time is the latest that our chilla jamaat must come out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we want to come back home for it. Otherwise, if you're not so particular, we can spend our Eid in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we can leave a little later, no problem. So we all should go to our masjids and make fikr inshallah to take our jamaat. Alhamdulillah, uh, like when we go arriving, uh, we used to go Nizamuddin, we go Kakre also. In the month of Ramadan, there's no place to put your bed in also in the markas. It's full, full to capacity. The, uh, what do you call the passageways, place outside, wherever the, uh, the locals would find a place, they would put it. Foreigners, full in the markas also. So we must bring about that, that mizaj, that rewaj in our areas also. That the month of Ramadan is not only for ibadah, is not only for Quran. Quran Sharif was revealed throughout the year. Quran Sharif was revealed in all occasions. In Ramadan, on Safar, on the battlefield. So the same Quran Sharif is the Quran, is uh, the month of Ramadan is the month of the Quran. The same Quran Sharif how nice if we did it one day in this masjid, one day in another masjid, one day we are in this place, one day in that village, one day in that location, one day in this country, another day we pass in transit, another country, in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We all make niyat inshallah. 
Allah Pak give us all tawfiq inshallah just a few announcements before the dua one is that mashallah every year before hajj and also in ramadan now many brothers go to haramain sharifin they go for umrah and after after ramadan after eid inshallah all the hujjaj will be preparing to leave so normally we have a program before hajj but with the mashura it was decided that many brothers sometimes more brothers leave uh, for ramadan for umrah than the number of brothers that go for hajj so keeping this in mind alhamdulillah there's a program set up for all the prospective hujjaj and all the prospective mu'tamirin, mean those who are going to go for Umrah. So in our area now, we've got one more takaza to put in our masjid war fikr. Start making up a list of all those that have been accredited to go for hajj, as well as all those who we know that are going to go now eh, for Umrah, whether they're going to go for 10 days, 2 weeks, or for the whole month. We make that list and we go and meet them, inshallah, and we invite them for the special program that will be taking place on Sunday, the 25th of February. So Sati should inshallah note down this date. Sunday the 25th of February, the program will take place in Henry Road, Musalla. The men will be in the Musalla and the program for the ladies as well that will be going for Hajj and Umrah, they will be in the in, in by Zakaria Patel's home upstairs inshallah. The program will be after the Zuhar Salah, will start at 1 o'clock inshallah. So we should make fikr and inshallah invite everyone for this. And alhamdulillah, respect the brothers, the other fikr is that alhamdulillah, our annual ishtima that will be taking place in, uh, in August 9, 10, 11 August inshallah so regarding the venue of the ishtima an important provincial fikr will take place so we should remember this date note it down inshallah in May that's well after, uh, after Ramadan inshallah 19th of May on a Sunday in Hilal the program will take place provincial fikr as well as the venue for the ishtima will be decided so mashallah we all should have the jazbah the desire in our hearts and that zeal in our hearts that we want to host istima, we want to host istima. So in our halka, we should, in our halka mashuras that will take place, inshallah, upcoming, we should put this as a point that are we prepared to host istima? Do we have suitable venues? And if we are ready to host istima, we've got some zeal, then we should go around looking for the venues, inshallah, and not wait for the 19th, but immediately start bringing those venues to the mashura so that the jamaat that is appointed, inshallah, they can go out before the 19th to have a look at the venue, the availability, the feasibility of the venues. And inshallah, then on the 19th, it will be easy to make the decision, inshallah. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Inshallah, brothers, we'll go down now, inshallah, to have our meals. Then we eat in the sunnah, sunnah manner. Don't waste. We should come, in fact, with our own food and make ikram of others. And if for some reason we cannot, then we purchase our food. And when we finish, we clean up after ourselves, inshallah. And then we sleep, go to sleep early. And you put bedding down in our masjid. Put bedding. We don't just sleep on the carpet of the masjid. We may soil the masjid. We put some bedding down, something thick. And we sleep on that, inshallah. We go to sleep early. We wake up early. And if you are not sleeping, then we should create that environment of dawah. Inshallah. We sleep early. Then it will be easy to wake up early also. Tahajjud ends at 4.13, inshallah. So now Tahajjud is getting later also. Fajr is getting later. So inshallah, we should try to sleep early and wake up well before Tahajjud. The amal of the night. And wake up for Tahajjud. Long, long rakat of Tahajjud Salah. Then zikr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Quran Sharif Tilawat. Looking into the Quran Sharif making Tilawat. And dua crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a time where a person is closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At the time of Tahajjud. So we should keep involved ourselves in this amal inshallah. And then Adhan will take place early inshallah tomorrow Fajr Adhan. And Fajr Jamaat will be at 5.15, quarter past 5, inshallah. And after the dua, inshallah, the ulama ikram are requested every week to sit, inshallah, in the frontier by the clock. And inshallah, have some mashura, some fikr regarding the ulama ikram. And the students, inshallah, every week they meet and they have their fikr at the back of the masjid. May Allah give us all tawfiq, inshallah.
اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله لا نحصي ثناء عليك عندك ما اثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا